Activist Radio is on the air. You've tuned into the Mark Harrington Show. Sponsored by Created Equal. Time is running out for our nation. I beg of you, you need to stand against the evil that's plaguing our nation. If you don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. Like, you kill a baby fetus, the same thing as killing any old inanimate object. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders. people it's your movement now it's not your parents anymore the blood that is shed cries out to god from the ground for justice and now here's mark well hello folks uh your radio activist mark harrington here on the mark harrington show coming to you uh, from our studios here in Columbus, Ohio. We appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, you're going to want to stick around for this program, this full 26 minutes. We're going to be uh, talking to Candace Keller, who's a friend of mine and also a uh, former state rep and the uh, was the uh, one of the co-sponsors in the House, in the, in the uh, Ohio House for the Heartbeat Bill. But we're going to be talking about something new that she has launched uh, that's uh, really gaining some momentum here and across the country, and that is Patriot America. Uh, there are a lot of other things we want to try to talk about today. We want to talk about COVID, some of the restrictions, and whether those are uh, something we should be following. Uh, her objections, maybe, with uh, <laughs> with our own governor here, Mike DeWine. Uh, and just, uh, we also want to start out by talking about uh, President Trump's uh, speech last night to CPAC. So, uh, Candace, thanks for being on the show today. Really glad to be on the show today this morning. So let, let's start out, Candace. I appreciate you being on. Um, you've got a lot of background here in state politics here in the state of Ohio. You were uh, in the state house as a state rep for the 53rd House District, which is in Butler County. And people don't know Ohio. That's tell me if I'm wrong, but that's just north of Cincinnati. Right. That's right. Okay. And uh, so you were uh, you were the sponsor of the heartbeat bill. You were there from 2016 to 2020. Uh, it's, it seems like it's been a lifetime since we met for that, which is 2019. Uh, what I'd like to do, I do want to talk about that, but I would rather get to uh, President Trump's speech, which was last night. The much anticipated speech by President Trump, he's not spoken publicly since leaving office. Uh, in January. And, um, you know, I watched it. I think a lot of Americans did. In fact, I think more Americans watch him than they do will ever watch or listen to uh, Joe Biden. So what was your take on the speech? It was an exciting evening. Uh, we had every television in the house tuned in to the president. And I thought he was very um, uplifting very yeah. encouraging. He looked great. He sounded great. It was just vintage Trump and uh, almost made me cry because it reminded me of uh, making America great again and how that legacy is not going to die just because he's not sitting in the White House. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, and you know, a couple of things I think he cleared up. Uh, the first thing was whether he would form a third party. Now, I don't think anybody with any real credentials would say that was probably that was going to likely happen. I mean, President Trump's not stupid. I mean, he realizes, as he said, 
that if he were to start a third party, he's just going to split the party and then the Democrats win. Uh, so he put that to rest. What were your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, my thoughts on that have always been that we don't need a third party. Um, the people who have claimed to be conservative Republicans like Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney, uh, we're taking the party back from them. They can get out. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, the other thing he talked about was whether he would run again. He certainly left it open, if not basically in many ways, probably told people he was going to run. He said, I may run for a third term. I thought that was really interesting. President Trump is not uh, he has not admitted defeat uh, in the 2020 elections. That's for sure. Yeah, I actually got online as soon as he was done and ordered some earrings with the number three on them. So I'm <laughs> running again. Right. Well, it's, uh, you know, the thing about President Trump is he, he will always get the uh, the media all worked up. That's for sure. And it's because he will never concede. The guy will never stop fighting. And that's what they hate. Uh, and, and I think, you know, he, he who knows what he'll do in 2024, but it sure sounds like he's lining up to run again. Uh, and I, I, and I've also been very impressed with uh, uh, with Governor DeSantis out of Florida. What are your thoughts on him? I think Governor DeSantis has done really well. You know, he started off fairly cautious, but he has uh, become a great governor, I think, down there in Florida. And, you know, he he has handled things appropriately. So, Right. He's been de definitely out front and opening up the state. In fact, I'll be there in a few days. Actually, tomorrow I'll be leaving to meet up with our justice rioters tomorrow. So uh, that's Trump's speech. Um, you know, the Trump uh, revolution, if we can call it that, or movement, you know, started in 2016 and is continuing and some of the uh, fruit of that is there are a lot of people around the country who are just sick and tired of the Republican Party, the mainstream of the party, uh, the rhinos, if you will, the ones that uh, really it doesn't make a whole lot of difference between them and the Democrats. And uh, that's why President Trump won. And they're patriots. And since the election, since November 3rd, there's been a real move across the country of patriots saying we're tired of the, uh, the the rhinos in the party and they want to run, uh, uh, you know, real Republicans. So tell me about that. Since you've left the uh, the House of Representatives, uh, what's been happening? Because uh, it's it's been uh, a pretty big thing you've been witnessing here in the state of Ohio and across the country. Well, Patriot America is a, a a movement that I started and got the idea really right after uh, Inauguration Day. And we had our first event February 13th. We just did a little bit of uh, advertising on Facebook. And um, so, as you know, Patriot America is the fourfold uh, events. It's mm -hmm. people to learn the U.S. Constitution, because clearly we all got a big lesson in that last year. However, I heard that over 10 million constitutions more than usual sold last year than in ever ever before in our history. The people are curious about what just happened. Um, secondly, we want to encourage people to run for local races because we believe that politics changes from the local level up. Thirdly, mm -hmm. we want constitutional sheriffs operating in every county in the nation. 
And lastly, we want these movements to continue with each county. And um, so much to my shock, when we had our first event, we expected about 50 people. So me and my, my mother's 86, me and my mother sat in our recliners and made these information packets for 100 people. And I put baby feet pen in there and constitution and, and our mission statement and some other things. And uh, I thought maybe 50 people would come. So 320 people showed up. Wow. And I just was stunned because they just kept coming in and they were from all different counties, people from Columbus. We had uh, people from Kentucky, Indiana, several people from Cleveland. So I was fascinated by the interest. I'm talking to Candace Keller. Uh, she's former uh, state rep here in the state of Ohio, also runs the Butler County uh, Community Pr Pregnancy Resource Center there as the executive director. And we're talking about uh, President Trump's speech. We're talking about Patriot America, a new effort that she has launched to um, basically she's got a mission statement here, and that is to teach the Constitution to identify candidates to run for office who believe in the founders' mindset on the rule of law and to, uh, to position sheriffs in each county and also uh, to create citizen groups. Let's talk about the third and the fourth one. Why do you feel it's important to position a sheriff in each county that understands the Constitution? Why is that important? Well, because most people don't realize this unless you really get into it, but the sheriff in every county is the most powerful man or person in, in the nation. Mm -hmm. uh, more powerful than the governor, more powerful than the president of the United States. If we had a president who dropped off a busload of illegals in our county, our sheriff has the power to say nobody's getting off that bus. So uh, I think it's pretty comforting to know that local control still prevails in the United States if we hold our sheriffs accountable. So you got sheriffs in each county, then you want to maintain these uh, citizen groups. And those are forming already without much work on your behalf. What's What are those all about? Well, after we had our event, when I got home, um, 12 counties reached out to us to come and do the very same program in their county. And along with four other states, North Carolina, Iowa, South wow. Dakota, and California. So. I was pretty overwhelmed, but actually the template works in every county because it's the same principle in every county, just simply different open seats. So it can so be I guess you get, go ahead. It can be done in any county. We're happy to go wherever we're asked to go. My team is ready to hit the road, Jack. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're, at, we're, heading, we're actually, our event this coming Saturday is in another county. We're having a follow-up event on the 20th, March 20th, with Josh Mandel and Jack Windsor. And then we're yeah. moving to Trouble County and then moving further all over to, to counties I've never even heard of in Ohio. We're heading there. If they ask us to come, we're coming. So I'm talking to Candace Keller. You can go to facebook.com forward slash Patriot America 76. We're talking about this new effort uh, called Patriot America. And uh, Candace is a former state rep. And also heads up a crisis pregnancy center, a pregnancy resource center in Butler County. Uh, Candace, um, you're not liked a lot from from the uh, the mainstream of the GOP. Uh, you've kind of been one that has uh, been willing to speak out against uh, rhinos, those who are Republicans in name only. And there are some people that are not real happy about this new effort. And let me read. This is from the um, journal 
uh, Gazette or something in your area, Journal News, sorry, in your area. And this is the Butler County GOP Executive Chairman Todd Hall. He says that Republicans are being pitted against each other and it's already filled with patriots. What do you say to that? Well, Patriot America, first of all, Todd should have had the courtesy to call me and ask me exactly what it is. He never Yeah, did. he didn't do that, huh? Not a partisan organization. This is about right. people running. These are all nonpartisan races. Everyone can run for anything. And everyone lives under the same constitution. So we could all be in agreement with the mission statement of Patriot America. So it's not a third party. These are running as Republicans. Uh, they're running as conservatives, right? Yes. But they'll, will they be... I mean, obviously, I mean, the, the Republican Party would probably be the party that they would be affiliated with, but they don't have to be. That's correct. Uh, then you have the uh, Democrat uh, executive chairman there in Butler County said, quote, we're interested in improving our communities and not our own self-promotion. He thinks this is just a big, uh, big thing for you to get a bunch of publicity. <laughs> What's your response to that? Well, sec you know, first of all, uh, I sat under four speakers in four years and mm -hmm. all Republicans. three of them have been under FBI investigation. So no mm -hmm. one needs to talk to me about trying to get attention by running as a Republican. Um, That's true. That part, you know, in Columbus, when I was there, we had a majority always and a supermajority, one entire general assembly. Um, right. And yet we got so little done and uh, you know, we're not really truly conservative. So what I want, because I live in a district that is 68% Republican, and yet we have very moderate office holders. So I, I totally ignore the Democrats making statements like that, that this is for attention. Believe me, I love being home now, and I, I don't want to be in the newspaper. However, I can't seem to stay out of it. So that's <laughs> what it takes to get people to sit up and listen. Because believe me, people are as mad today as they were November 3rd. They no want... Doubt being done to save our nation from uh, a fraudulent election and, and uh, actually a total attack on the church, which happened last Thursday with the Equality Act. So people, I was stunned by the attendance that came. I was stunned by the enthusiasm. We had an outburst of applause every few minutes because people feel hopeless and they want to be hopeful. So that's what this is about. Folks, you can go to facebook.com uh, slash Patriot America 76 to learn about uh, Candace's new effort here uh, to honor the U.S. Constitution um, and raise up sheriffs and other citizen groups around the country. Uh, Candace, let's talk about this event on the 6th. Is it the 6th, March 6th? What's March the uh, what's the agenda? Who's speaking? What's the what? What are you trying to accomplish there? Because I want people to be able to see that. Now, if you're not in Ohio, you know, it might be a bit of a trip for you, but uh, these can be held all around the country. Explain what's going on on the 6th and then on the 20th here. Yeah, on the 6th, we're having a Grammy award-winning uh, artist. Phil Driscoll is doing uh, the national anthem for us, which he did at the Kennedy Center not long ago. He's a friend of mine, and he offered to do it, and um, he may be doing a couple of songs. We'll wait and see. Janet Porter, as you know, the architect of the Heartbeat yeah. Bill, will be coming and talk to us to to us about having courage, what it means to have courage right now. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a very fast-moving um agenda i'm kind of a time nazi I, I never hand the microphone to anybody because we have to just get rolling. i don't 
And I don't want, I, everybody's very unhappy right now. And I know that. So I don't want to hear that. I want to hear how do we make change? Uh, as soon as she is done talking to us about how we can rise up and make change, we immediately turn it over to Jim Lewis of Building Blocks for Liberty. And he goes over nullification for about 15 minutes, very quickly does a sort of a nuclear bomb of constitutional stuff. Um, and then we turn it over to Ricky Pepin, who Institute on the Constitution will be talking to us about mask mandates and the unconstitutionality mm -hmm. of Mike DeWine's actions. We wrap, we start at 10 o'clock, we wrap up at 1130, and then we open for questions, which are written on cards, because I, as I've said, nobody gets the microphone, because we got uh, a lot to do in a short time to get there. So, and then we dismiss about before noon. And there will be, there's a coffee shop there. I'm expecting, honestly, a 500 will probably be a low, a low ball number. We're expecting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people to come. That's and awesome. They won't be disappointed. People are coming from very far away. So it is a very uplifting event and it lets you know what you can do and how you can win. Well, you know, our mutual friend, uh, Janet Porter, you, you've got the right headliner there. No doubt about it. She'll fire up the crowd. And, you know, she almost was single-handedly responsible for bringing Heartbeat uh, uh, to the governor's desk and getting it signed. Of course, she never was there for the signature, and neither was I and many others that deserve to be. But she is a fighter. Uh, believe me, I love her, and I think uh, she'll do well for you. Uh, you know, let's, let's move to, to – I want to talk about some of the COVID stuff. You mentioned – nullification. Uh, a lot of people don't understand what that means. What will be discussed regarding nullification and what is it? I would guess the main thing that's going to be discussed, particularly this week, is the fact that what just happened last Thursday in, in Congress was totally in the House, U.S. House, was totally unconstitutional. Uh, you have no right to dictate anything to the church at all. Mm -hmm. So now what Ohio needs to do, local constituents need to reach out to their local representatives. And there should be a bill flying through the Ohio House right now stating that we will not honor any unconstitutional law coming out of the U.S. Congress or Senate. So nullification is the state government saying to the federal government, we're not going to abide by the law because it's not constitutional, right? Right. right. Tenth Amendment protects right. us. So, so it sets up this you know, challenge, if you will, basically saying we will not enforce a law that does not abide by the Constitution. There's been a lot of efforts regarding that. I mean, obviously, the left does it all the time. They did it with uh, sanctuary cities uh, for illegal immigrants. They've done it with marijuana laws and other things. And it's just now that it seems like uh, uh, patriots, American Christians and others, conservatives are starting to look at the nullification as a means to right wrongs, including on abortion, frankly. Uh, personally, I'm of the opinion that a governor should not uh, bow the knee to Roe v. Wade, that that, that uh, whether it's a heartbeat bill or a, a total abortion ban, that uh, we ought to say to the federal government, we don't we don't recognize Roe as law and defy it and see what happens. Uh, so you were the architect of the heartbeat bill. And I don't want to go back and spend too much time on this. But what was how was that experience? Because that's when I met you. That was quite the quite the thing. Well, well, you know what? Years and years ago, when it, when Heartbeat first started, when it was about two or three years in, I kept asking my senator, "Why can't you guys just pass that bill? What is the deal?" Mm. And he gave me some canned answer, you know. And I was joking, and I said to him, "Don't make me come up there." Mm. Well, I had no intention of ever running for public office. So by the time I got there, 
Janet had already been killing herself for six or seven years yeah. trying to get this thing done. So Christina Hagen was leaving. She was the sponsor. And then they just handed it off to me. So I really take very little credit for the heartbeat bill, although I did pass it, that Janet had done all of the hard work. No, there's no question about it. Many of us labored for years uh, before that final passage. Ron Hood was another one. He was a co-sponsor with you in the House. Isn't that right? Oh, that is right. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that passed and thank goodness for it. But uh, since then, the Life of Conception Act has just been sitting there. Uh, do you, why is that? I mean, they just figured they did their pro-life thing in Ohio and that's enough for the General Assembly now. They don't need to do any more. Right. The attitude in the General Assembly is we will pass a moderately decent, if not painful, uh, abortion bill once every General Assembly, along with a moderate, mm. not driving me crazy, Second Amendment bill. Um, you, you know, usually watered down by the time it gets through. So heartbeat, what they thought was a stretch. Life at conception mm -hmm. them is utterly unthinkable. But I, I console myself with the thought that that was also the thought about heartbeat. And, and that happened. Right. Able, it took right. years. So life at conception, uh, of course, it's sitting there. Who is going to tackle that? You, you talk about massive onslaught of criticism. But it's coming because, you know, we, we supposedly believe in science now because of COVID, mm -hmm. uh, but right. not with abortion necessarily. But I'm hoping that somebody will pick that up and carry it and run with it and be willing to take uh, the, the abuse because it definitely comes when you put yourself out there. Well, if you know somebody in the House or the Senate, let me know, because we'd love to see that bill move. Uh, we're not a political organization per se, but we want to help when we can. And I've been sitting there thinking, you know, we got to get this thing moving. I mean, it took a long time for heartbeat. But, you know, over that time, the legislature moved and it can happen again. But it takes somebody to push it. And, you know, Janet was unique, but it doesn't mean it can't happen again. And we got to get at it because we want to protect all children, not just those who have beating hearts uh, starting at conception. So, uh, Candace, we got about three minutes left. Uh what else would you like to, I mean, you, you've been really out front in your opposition to some of these COVID restrictions uh, to the point of actually getting in trouble a few times. <laughs> One of them at Gettysburg and, and even in the state house refused to take a temperature check. Uh, you've also been outspoken in the governor's uh, view of, you know, implementation of these so-called mandates. What is your take right now? Where are we with COVID-19? Well, here in the Southwest, part of Ohio, uh, we're a little more relaxed, I think, maybe than in other parts of the state. We had a phone call with the governor early on in May, I believe, of last year, the entire Republican caucus. And at that time, even, he was being questioned by seasoned legislators, attorneys, about the validity of the numbers that we were getting. And you know, all 61 of us were on the phone with him at the same time. And he was extremely defensive about... Um, mm the difference between likely deaths, probable deaths, all the various categories that we were being given by the health department. Everybody just kind of clammed up, realizing that he was going to dig, dig his heels in. This is when Amy Acton was still health director and that he would not be reasoned with on it. And then after that was when we decided to go ahead with impeachment proceedings, uh, which of course the bill went nowhere. Uh, but a, a year has passed, March 13th is a year. And I know that because it's my birthday. Um, everything shut down on my birthday. But, 
you know, people are realizing now that masks, there's so much we don't know about the virus. Many, many people, 20% of the population, they say now is totally immune to it. We don't know if masks do or do not work. We don't know if social distancing does or does not work. There's so many things we don't know. And now we have this vaccine vaccination that's come around, uh, you know, that everybody talks about all the time. So I, I didn't mean to, you know, I didn't mean to cause a big stir about not wearing a mask, but I do resent people approaching, total strangers approaching me with these mm-hmm. uh, saying things. To, you know, and I, I can't be the only one who feels this way. No, I think most people do, actually. I mean, it's all virtual signaling at this point. I mean, there are times I think maybe we should be wearing them. But to me, it's all it, it's mostly about control. And, and I think a lot of people are fed up with it. Um, my guest again today has been Candace Keller. And folks, you can find out more by going to Facebook.com slash Patriot America 76. And also be part of this event on, on March 6th uh, there in um, where, where is it again in Ohio? Solid Rock Church. Solid Rock in Ohio. Okay, be part of that. You can find out more by going to Facebook.com, Patriot America 76. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil evil plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808. That's 614-269-7808. Or go online to createdequal.net. createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to The Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.